well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, gay. and Clark is gay, gay. and Ryan's gay, gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Issue 116, and we had two issues of Dawn of X that came out this week, Ooh. Excalibur number two and Marauders number two. Let's dive into Excalibur first, because that is the correct reading order. Okay. Yes. Talk to us, Ryan Curl. Um, So, a lot happens in these issues of Excalibur. Uh, the team actually gets stranded on an island after a fun little boat excursion. Enough about the islands. <laughs> <laughs> they really incorporate a lot of islands. Um, and then Rogue, weirdly enough, turns into a tower. And then Apocalypse Secondary shows up. Secondary <laughs> mutation. <laughs> and then um, the team sh- uh, Apocalypse shows up to save the day, and the team splits up. Jubilee loses her baby for a bit. Shogo. Yes. Loses a baby or has the baby yeah. turn into... Loses a baby or gains a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Both? Let, let's talk Either? About, let's talk about the yays, the nays, and the... Hey. Yeah. Hey. Can I say <laughs> the, the fir- first yay was it was this issue that I realized that the way that they arranged the character names are so it matches the language of Krakoa. And I had not noticed that until. Oh, wow, I didn't either. That's really cool. So this Good is catch. the letter T in Krakoa. T. <laughs> oh, into it. Ooh, um, T. I like the way Teeny Howard is writing Excalibur and Betsy Braddock. I think she's kind of got their voice down. Yeah. Uh, in the sense that I want to hear more from them, and almost no one else. So that's I, my I, name. I agree with that. I yeah. don't like anybody else really. There anyone else's storylines in this? I don't either. Apocalypse yeah. is fine. Jubilees may start being interesting, but I just am not into the st- the cast at all. Gambit is so angry. He's Gambit. so not written well. Also, that's actually not his personality. Too, no, not I even like. slightly. I hate it. And everyone's like being a monster to him, and I'm like, what? Why? Well, yeah, that that like, was the weird. It was a very they kind of like made two extremes. So like, especially this is the Gambit that has also just lived through their like Mr. and Mrs. X series mm. where there was always problems and someone was always disappearing or there was right. hung up in someone chains. Someone was always getting yeah, that's hung true. Up, yeah. brainwashed you powers just changing. think of these flowers as chains <laughs> and then he'll feel comfortable. So I did, that was the biggest, like that scene in particular where they were like on the boat and like Kitty was just tossing around some shit and then Gambit yeah. was like, everyone would just seem like they were too happy and Gamma was too upset. And like, would have been easier if they all just kind of like got along instead of having some weird conflict. I, I kind of wish it was all like, well, you know, she's been through a lot. We've all been through a lot. And now she's basically made of flowers. We'll get her back. <laughs> right. We know how this uh, ends. Yeah. Gambit says to Captain Britain, Captain, uh, Captain Britain, uh, yeah, well, at least, you know, you have the, the security to know your brothers in another dimension. Which is a really dick thing to say. And yeah. then when Jubilee is complaining about Shogo, he's burn. like, uh, this isn't a pissing contest. Like, it's not, you're, we're not trying to compete each other. Well, then what the fuck are you doing every so, other panel? So, actually, now I changed my mind. Gambit is written very <laughs> consistently because he's still a dick. Yeah. It's, no, he, he's, not, he's not a I'm, dick anymore, though. I'm kidding. And, I'm and kidding. Kitty changed. was so poorly written. Uh, based on, Yeah, Teeny does Rodgers, not have Kitty or Kate's voice down. Kate, yeah. Jerry Dugan does, and we'll get that into it. Yeah. It's, um, Jubilee's a bad bomb. She should just go home, bring in reinforcements that can actually help and doesn't have a baby. There's a gateway right there. Why bring Apocalypse? There's so many stupid little things that bothered me a so little bit. So to confirm, she didn't but bring I do Apocalypse. like the story. I know, but bring someone that you I, trust. I like the theory of the story. What? And I don't like any the writing of the story. Right. Wait, yeah. so is Shogo... Yeah. Is Shogo... Uh, Shogo's a human? But like, 
Yeah. I didn't know. Oh. Yeah. oh you, like, instead of being a mutant, you mean? Yeah, she just sort of got this Because mutant, mute, well, we wouldn't know because uh, Shogo wouldn't show off any mutant powers until adolescence. I think uh, it's an interesting fear. Right, but that's the reveal. Like, was that already known? I'm trying to think what was his it mother... Because it's yeah. a vampire well, baby, right? his father right? definitely no. was not... Oh, no. But I met, oh, because no, she no, turned Jube. back out of the vampire. Vampires She was the one mutants. who needed that. Sho- and Shoujo was never a vampire but baby. Shoujo was just a Shogo. baby. Show some respect to the Japanese. God, language. I thought you were saying Soju for a second. <laughs> Soju. Um, oh. Great drag queen. Bad yeah, baby. I know that Shogo's father is human, but I don't know what his mother's... Yeah, I mean, well, she's a dragon now. She's a dragon now. Wait, the baby's adopted? Wait, the baby's a female? No. Yeah. (laughs) What? I guess I just didn't feel the need. Gosh, we're just messing it up left, right, and center here. Well, nobody cares cares about Jubilee and that dumb baby Also, Shogu is now a dragon. Also, the most helpful (laughs) Jubilee. Why are you changing its name constantly? (laughs) It's Shoju. Because I said Shoju, and then you said Shogu is the right one. No, Shogo. Shogo. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, I got it. A Shogo dancer. Yeah. All right. there. That's all you're going to remember. I enjoy that. Also, Jubilee was the most helpful she's ever been. They're in like a dark area and she lights it up <laughs> with her hand as a torch. The one thing that I do enjoy about the two issues thus far is it's true of like DC as well. When they introduce magic characters, I think it nicely levels the playing field where they're like, I think they kind of just say, well, to shit with power levels and stuff like that. I just find it interesting, like when these are usually magic characters, because that's always like a threat for everybody. So those stupid water people. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's like an interesting scenario where like selkies, selkies, yeah. What, what a what a weird monster to just throw into the middle of it. <laughs> didn't affect the plot. Didn't <laughs> right. do anything. They're just these kind of seal people. It was definitely. Can they walk on land? No. It's a Scottish uh, lore, right? It's Scottish and Irish. And Irish. It's well, just Celtic lore, okay. and it makes total sense. Yeah. It fits the, well, and I think it fits the theme that like it would be weird if this magic based. Uh, comic didn't have a lot of these random introductions of lore things like happening almost every issue, right? Yeah. I-, I like it. I like the inclusion, it, but as a plot, it's a weird. It's scene. just an odd thing to throw in. It's the mid fight in like an anime that right. doesn't really affect anything. They were just pulling lots of different Celtic lore out of this, and she's going to be doing that a lot. Yeah, which I kind of including like. those druids that have been on the island for who the fuck knows how long. I yeah. loved the opening scene, by the way, of that druidic cult that they were both mutants and oh, apocalypse yes that much decided not to save them because it's like well it's survival of the fittest and they couldn't survive i, thank, I thought it was thank you for explaining w- that too because we were all a little bit like why is apocalypse associated with Who, magicians who's we me uh the, okay. the, the comic the, the community comic. <laughs> oh <laughs> really <laughs> the comic itself was like here's why these people worship yeah, it me. literally and explained th- every single thing and then they're they're idiots because i'm not saving them well <laughs> you know they are worshiping me they should be on my level <laughs> Krull is the Twitterverse, and so he can feel when comic readers the dark <laughs> web. I mean, I'm referencing the first issue where he was such a suddenly precisely, like, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I do like that he is trying um, to achieve something in magic, like which is something that we haven't really seen with Apocalypse before, but it it retroactively fits quite well. Um, uh, yeah, I, and I'm, but I'm with Clark, like I. I think there are elements that aren't quite working well, and it's mostly the cast. But the idea is very, very interesting, and it's a, it's a uh, it's a part of the X Men lore that hasn't been explored in a while. Right. It's just a cast that hasn't better s- been together so much 
that it's just not interesting dynamics. They have yeah. or they haven't been. That group, yeah, that group. This is like '90s group. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. it's Psylocke, Gambit, Rogue, and Jubilee. Yeah. Do, do you think we're gonna get more of the Firewolf? I hope so. From the Dream is that is that part of Captain Britain lore at all, or is that just a creation? I, don't, I know probably some sort of Celtic thing. Oh, okay. That was an interesting sequence, and I also yeah. just love the, Betsy's it's armor. It's a good girl. Yeah. We should have Siren Aww. on this team. I would love to have yeah, Siren right? on this yeah, team. If, if you're gonna get Richter, you may as well get Siren too. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what I actually just realized is uh, Betsy's new armor and the fact that she's calling her Captain Britain actually reminds me of when Carol Danvers became Captain Marvel. Ooh. And the armor, there are some like superficial similarities between the two. Uh, and you know, achieved. Uh, they both achieved the uh, main uh, superhero that they were both inspired by. I'm hoping so, that someone cool. will. I know none of you will, but I'm hoping someone will get the reference that's listening. Is that Betsy's armor looks like? Um, fuck. I hope you'll get the reference. I know. To make <laughs> it. No, it's the guy from Berserk. It's like the the he's uh is he Fal- is Falcon? I'm gonna find a photo real quick while we switch. We switch. Okay. Uh, podcast being a visual medium. <laughs> I, I would say you nailed that. People reference. know yeah. what I'm talking about. I can't remember if it's Eagle the or guy Falcon. from Berserker. Yeah. Um, so, just quickly that the infographic says gate at the bottom. The one of the uh, lighthouse yeah. says gate at the bottom, pinnacle at the top. So very on the nose, but yeah, just the way a little translation card. Yeah. Oh yeah. At uh, first I got it wrong and I was like, why does it say mail on the bottom? <laughs> and I was like, I'm sold on this one. Though. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about Marauders, which I thought was the better of the two issues. Uh, yeah. They basically revealed something that we had all known. And I thought was going to be a swerve that Kate yeah, pride is the red monarch. <laughs> bitch. I like it. I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's bitch. an amazing, I love how it connects with, you know, I'm the juggernaut bitch. Yeah. That's true. Oh, I didn't even think about yeah. that. Oh, that's, that's great. That's exactly why yeah, that's happening. Oh, oh that's now. great. I also like that the hierarchy of the Hellfire Trading Company is uh, uh, genderless or is gender, it's non-binary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like the red monarch, the white monarch, the black monarch. So it doesn't have to be black king. Yeah. And it's like everyone's super vacant and pending. And yeah. it introduces a chart at the very end, not to skip to the end, but like of who will be like under them, which I'm really excited to figure out who this it will be. This book is sexy. Like like they all these all these folks just want to fuck and like cause oh, some trouble. Totally. I love it. They're... Um, so basically, uh, the issue is Sebastian and Emma basically having uh, talks over how they should run the company and interspersed with these fun adventures that Kate and her crew have. I love that Betrock the Leaper is in it. I oh, know. That made me so happy. So it bat- was so weird. He's such a fra- strange character that a I love. Such battle. Yeah. He was in uh, Black Cat two months ago, and like they were fucking, and it was hilarious. And <laughs> the, Batroc- They didn't know how to actually have a date, so they just went back to their house. That's <laughs> amazing. Batrock is my favorite, one of my favorite C-list characters. Yeah. He's a French mercenary that just leaps. <laughs> and he like, was also in The Winter Soldier. Yeah. What a guy. Yeah. He just kicks He's Storm like in the stomach. Gymnast or <laughs> circus performer or something to that extent. Sure, why not? Something. Yeah. Why, why not? That's his backstory. It's just great. And he's just like, basically the Black King hired him, Sebastian Shaw hired him to like, you know, sell the drugs to the to developed nations. Yeah, and he tries not, to make a deal with Kate, and she's like, no. He's not really bad. He's just into whatever for yeah, money. Yeah. He doesn't really care. He's, he's just, chaotic neutral. Yeah. What do you think of uh, Pyro getting the Grinder logo <laughs> tattooed <laughs> on his face? Ah! I was glad. I had no idea what's going on there. That's, That's funny. So Is weird. he going to be tapping everybody? Yeah. Tap, tap, tap. I, he's so cute. Why would he wreck his face like that? 
because he's stupid. This is probably he is what dumb. he is dumb. <laughs> this is probably one of those situations. Like if I die, I'm just testing out a tattoo because this isn't going to be on my face if I that's you know funny. regenerate. That's true. Yeah, oh, that's an interesting point. Um, also, he does what we all do: stick up for Storm, which I really like. Yeah, and oh, then bites yeah. people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is something that we always yeah. do as well. Uh, I also uh, um, the Marvel solicitations for February came out today, mm-hmm. uh, and I look, was looking at the trade paperbacks. And they're going to be releasing these in collected form as Dawn of X, not as Ooh. individual titles. So it'll be all in oh, chronological sequence. 288 awesome. pages. <laughs> yeah, of for each so, one, for each volume. That volume. Yeah, volume. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we are supposed to be reading it in this order, and it is telling a larger story through different facets, which I think is great. Um, um, we would be remiss to not mention, um, being the podcast that we are, that uh, Bobby Drake is living his best gay lifestyle now. Yeah, as soon as the fight dude. was done, he was shirtless in a speedo on the boat, just sunbathing. The fact that there's some government memo the- that's talking about how in Madripoor the list of things they're doing is going to seedy yeah. bars and then yeah, gay, gay bars, bars. Gay, <laughs> gay discos or something. Yeah, yes. yeah, gay dance clubs. And then, and then he's, he's making, making out. out with and somebody he's in Taipei. Making out too. Yeah, it's uh, um, yeah. He's wait, where is it. that? I missed that. Oh yeah, it's when, they're, when, when the... they're all at the club for no goddamn reason. They're at Taipei. Oh, you're right. Oh my. And he's oh. making out with some hot. Ice man's just um, into it. Some dude with like the gay haircut. Whoever <laughs> giant shoulders. Also, whoever is writing this really has a passion for Kate uh, fighting people because for I think real. we got another wonderful uh, illustration of her fighting a guy with a dagger and moving around, manipulating him, and then pushing him into the water. Yeah, yeah. great use of her powers. I definitely like this issue a lot more than the first one. I felt like she was a little bit more on her game in terms of like looking and sounding mature, and then I just, yeah, they're doing some it's killer... It's the right coat, yeah, right? They're doing, yeah, exactly. They're doing some killer jobs with her abilities and obviously using it as her ninja. Like, I just... She's back in prime form in terms of like the confidence uh, I, and exceptionalism. I love that this cast is the one like following the directive slash law of just like get pregnant and fuck some people and have a baby. For real. Absolutely. Make I mean, more mutants. Butt babies for butt some people. Babies. Butt babies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else You're on Don of X or should we go into... The last thing I'll say is I do like the power dynamic that's been set up. That Sebastian Shaw yeah. is now basically the lowest ranking member yeah. on the totem pole. They've always had a good, uh, interesting relationship. They really have. And I basically love that Emma called him out for saying, You're in the red. Uh, no pun intended. Like, you don't know how to balance your books. Yeah. And um, you had a job to do to sell to the black market, and you're trying to make extra money by selling to developed nations. Did she say you're. <laughs> is forming debt your secondary mutation? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What they a, did what a burn. They did some excellent writing for her. I think they're just yeah, their whole uh She stole your joke too, Kaylin, <laughs> and used it better. Yeah. <laughs> Which joke is that? Secondary, the, secondary Oh yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, uh, I've never seen like um boardroom politics more interesting. So kudos to this issue. <gasps> that breaking news <gasps> oh, I'm getting something. Um let me read it. Um Runaways is ending with the third season. Ooh. Hooray! You couldn't possibly be sad about that, Cliff. If, if I'm being honest, I I, will, I really, reason. I really thought a third season had already come out. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> well, so they started advertising, but when they made this announcement, they they pivoted their advertising, and now they're like the final season. And wait, I saw a preview for the f- like, yeah, and it looks pretty great. So was they it, say, was it that all the uh, characters didn't look believable, so they had to go back in and CGI them so they looked like they were real people? 
Yes, okay. the um, Sonic method. Yeah, yeah. Um, they uh, <laughs> they actually said said in the preview, which we I don't think any of us watched season two, right? No, no. no. Um, they said. So our parents are invaded by aliens. Yeah. Oh wait, did I see season? And two? Morgan LeFay's on the you loose. Did. You don't. Also, back. Season two. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. We um, did not talk about it on the podcast. We did Brent not. talked about it. What a season show. two. I yeah. talked about Cloak and Dagger. No, he talked about it. Which you watched a little bit of it. I think I, think I started watching it and then stopped. It's just it was, because we're across from each other. It was tough. That's, <laughs> That's how I know <laughs> what he says. <laughs> this, this is such a shame that they could have just waited for Disney Plus to come out and it could have been a good series. Oh, yeah. Well, I do feel like at some point they'll end up rebooting it because it seems like a fantastic property for Disney Plus to have in terms of like teenage superheroes. No, they're not doing that. They're no, doing young, young, young Avengers. Young Avengers. They're going to, yeah. they've done Runaways. They've got Stupid other properties to go. Adam. They're just throwing they'll do, Or they'll do Champions. They're, they're, oh, they're champions, just throwing all say. the Jeff Loeb crap out. Yeah. Well, no, I just meant like they don't want to like use the property of the Runaways themselves. No. I don't know. Well, yeah. I guess it remains to Maybe be seen. Maybe one day. Well, let's hope that Not they... Not to agree to disagree, Clark. Uh, Not until pre- 2002 at the very earliest. Maybe one day. 2002? Yeah! <laughs> we're going back in time! God damn it! They Disney make, Plus does everything. I don't know what 2022 <laughs> is. Uh, let's hope that they preemptively cancel Hellstrom because that's like they, the lone... No, they're definitely going That's to. the lone whatever out they're there on Hulu. Uh, so a little bit more news. Uh, in January, uh, Lucasfilm is going to announce the next Star Wars film. They're going to wait for Rise of Skywalker to come out, and then they will uh, make the announcement of what the next film. What What do we think it's going to be? Smart. So there's a couple options. Ryan Ryan Johnson's trilogy. They probably shouldn't do that yet. Yeah. Um, the other trilogy's been canceled, which is good. Yep. Um, there's still the Kevin Feige movie that no. he's, you think he's gonna be that that soon. I though? I don't know honestly. I it could be. I hope they go. I'm hearing know. rumors. Well, I know that of a Knights of the Old Republic. Series. Oh God, stop! <laughs> I know something. At I you. know the joke, but there's a lot of it rumors. It needs out to there, be yeah. that. I know that the Rian Johnson one. He said he didn't even know anything about what it was either was gonna happen. Oh my with gosh! It. <laughs> so probably not his. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, I mean, Obi Wan is going to be a show on Disney Plus, likely, so it won't be that. Yeah, I don't. Uh, know. Like, I, do they need to fill in the gaps anywhere else? I don't I think don't, so. I the comics are filling in all the gaps, and Truly. some of the shows are too. Like, which we'll get into in a second, The Mandalorian. But I don't know. Well, we'll find. What do you, do you have any suggestions? May, maybe Brent? last. Maybe this last movie will reveal something. Yeah, I think if they were smart, um, <clears throat> instead of it being long, long ago, it would just be long ago. Mm. And they would move it far into the future. Mm. And they would have some other stories, some other okay. characters, where they can kind of take a lot of the the environment, but change all the names, change all the identities. And then the name of Skywalker is something like old lore, and it's an Easter egg we see, rather than anything that's directly like related that. to anything yeah. that's going on. So I just, moving the opposite direction of Kodor. Uh, uh, I just worry so much that that's what the actual fandom probably wants but i think mainstream wise there some some net collection of network executives is like we can't get too far away from, from this, this timeline yeah which sucks but they said they're going to but who well, knows and they well, told well, me well, that the <gasps> prequel trilogy would be good too that <laughs> is <laughs> not the same they though <laughs> so speaking of star wars we have a new segment that we started last week called star boring first up this is kaylin adam and i went to disney world this week to go look at galaxy's edge 
the new uh, part of Star of uh, Disney's uh, Hollywood Empire. Hollywood Studios. <laughs> what did you say? Empire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also true. Yeah. So uh, we checked it out. Uh, Adam, what were some of your thoughts? This so, is weird. It's like an exclusive look. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> uh, uh, what is it? it was like a 20th look cause, or 20th thousand look because so I, many people have already gone there. But um, no, so we went uh, there. So we went to Hollywood Studios, a part of all of the Disney World attraction down in Orlando. Um, it was really cool. Orlando. It's It's a... Uh, <laughs> It's a broken off section. If you remember, if you haven't been there before they opened it, it's basically an extension past where they used to have like star tours and like they used to have people do like little little kids could do Jedi training. They've extended it just past, um, I guess I would say north <laughs> of the entrance. Um, very cool. There's one ride currently, which is the Millennium Falcon. And mm-hmm. then they're, all, they're also opening. It was supposed to open while we were there or before we got there. Uh, which is Rise of the Resistance, but that's opening. It got pushed back to December 5th because apparently there's so much. I feel like it was like ele- uh, Disney, they're perfectionists about yeah. everything. And like the ride was breaking down too many times for their liking. So they, they're they just still, they're still like testing it at stress testing it to make sure yeah, that it works for smart. everybody. Because I think there's a, a yeah. ton of moving electronics, animatronics, all that sort of stuff. Because I think it's going, it's like raw. What, yeah, what eight of the testers died because they were <laughs> pierced <laughs> in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> Worth um, it. But so the it's it's relatively I want to describe it as it, it's basically the size of I'm trying to think of a good reference point so like everyone knows Magic Kingdom it's probably the like if you think of nope. like what, you maybe a football it? field or no, a no. baseball stadium let me say this ba- yeah. it's it's one main ride and there's a bunch of like little attractions like stores bars there's like a cantina that they've done like from Mos Eisley that you can make a reservation to get into and order weird ass drinks. Named after Star Wars lore. Oh, that's so funny. Um, outer, you can make a droid. You can make a droid. You can ma- <gasps> have, uh, you can make your own little droid. Is it full size? Uh, it's. I would say it's maybe about two a to BB-8 three feet type? off the oh, ground. BB-8 size. Okay. Y- yeah. Uh, does it can move? You, can yeah, you, yeah. 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 Can you still bring those bomb drinks into airplanes? Uh, <laughs> you can bring them now. Oh, that that's passed. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can bring them now. So yeah. What Clark is referring to is. Coke products, like Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite. We know what Coke products are. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm explaining well, it to right? the listener. We won't get our money if we don't say all of the products. <laughs> yeah. Coca-Cola, Brent, yeah. not cocaine. This is a Pepsi household. Yeah. <laughs> they come, they look like thermal detonators, the one that like Leia had in Jedi. <laughs> they look she- like a fragmentation grenade. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, that's exactly what it is. So it's really cool that looking, is. and then they're, they're uh, what's the name of the language? Uh uh, uh, Arab, uh, it's like with an A. Arabash. Arabash. Yeah, like so that, yeah. like it's all written in Arabash and I everything. Can speak a little bit of it if you'd like. No, no, no. no. Um, no. Um, that's Watto. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the coolest no, thing, the coolest thing I got to do was make make a lightsaber, uh, which is one of the things that you can set up uh, before you get there to make a reservation. <laughs> Sir, both of the ends can't be handles <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to make uh kylo ren's because of, like of the the, the the little laser shooting off the side like a mm-hmm. hilt event yeah, yeah. Uh, but account. they would not let me do that why they were, they were like well if you want to get one you can pre-buy one that's that, yeah they, they that's have kylo ren. pretty hard have you seen the video where it was those kids doing like the you know you become a jedi one and it's the little girl and you're supposed to like you know cross swords with Darth yeah, Vader and yeah, yeah, yeah. and she walks in and he says like join the dark side and she immediately gets down on her knees and like <laughs> basically yeah. worship him yeah she bows and gets down on her knees and is amazing <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> and like the people who are coming in to you know like 
show the kids that, like how to do it. Like they all try to grab her to pull her away. It is amazing. Yeah, oh. they do. So they do Jedi training. I think at least a couple times a day, and it's very cute to watch them outside. <laughs> also, like, they have uh, folks in character like a stormtrooper yeah. as Kylo Ren. One of my favorite memories from this week is Andrew um, getting accosted by two stormtroopers, and he just didn't know how to deal with it, so they kept like leaning into like into like harassing him, oh. and then they found him again and kept harassing him. <laughs> they do, yeah. They definitely have like what, were they handsy? What do you mean? They no, were no, no, no. Like, they're so like they they have like they're full stormtroopers. They've got like full voice box. Yeah, but like talking. going to like hot details. So they're like. <laughs> So they like we were coming out of a store. They cornered him because he was holding a cell phone. And they're like, "What's that data pad you have?" And then just started like riffing with it. <laughs> and I think most people would like know the word. Like you know, there was a lot of kids That's even funny, that were yeah. like, "We're like for the resistance," or like you know, like screw the empire. And then meanwhile, Andrew has no idea how to handle any social situation. So <laughs> immediately started going, "I don't, uh, I don't know." Um, so they surrounded him and they were talking to him for a while. And then finally, they he was like. The guy, like, literally the stormtrooper was just like, okay, you're really not good at this. They, they, <laughs> they, Star Wars does not have enough on the spectrum representation to, <laughs> oh, so, no. like, let people know. He, he gives off, a, like, a C-3PO. Well, vibe, so, but yeah. that's why, so then it was funny because we, we were all, we met up with them afterwards. Again, Kalen and a bunch of our other friends we were with. And then the stormtroopers they ended up going back to him again because he was so easily like <laughs> to fuck with. Yeah. yeah. So then they, <laughs> they were, they had a little kid and they literally let the little kid go. So they could be like you again. <laughs> and then they dragged him over to a corner. So a bunch of people could take photos <laughs> and laugh at it. And he was so if you're, if you're playing one of those video games where you're able to switch between options, like I want to be friendly. I want to be mean. I want to try and intimidate the nicest version is intimidate with Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, and then like his response is always just open. Uh, okay, sure. I'll do whatever. Here's so, my money. <laughs> well, and so what was cool is that they, again, uh, so on the flip side of like having some the of these floppy. physical people, which is great. Cause they also have like resistance people that are like kind of hiding around either workers or other people. And that's like the whole gimmick. Like <laughs> you get like, to hey, see this. Do no, you want some fries? That's exactly what I like. I can sell you fries out of this Band Disney of fries. park. It was really Please, adorable. I can't keep working at this Disney park. The resistance woman was like hiding behind like one of the people handing out menus. And like, so that's like, because they, they kind of like target specific <laughs> areas. It's really crazy. I will say the attention to detail is amazing. They've really done a nice job of realizing it. With that said, it's slightly underwhelming because there's only one ride. <laughs> it's the only ride. one ride. Well, let's talk about the ride I'm, before we get okay, into go. our negative. Yeah, the so Millennium Falcon. Falcon. It's six people to uh, basically uh, immersive the, yeah. 4D roller coaster, essentially. And so you're piloting a Millennium Falcon for a trip. Two people are uh, pilots, two people are gunners, and then two people are en- engineers. Oh, I like that. It's really cool, except for most. Besides the fl- the pilots, you're mostly just pushing buttons on like a wall. Um, the pilots are like the pilots and the gunners are having a great time. Engineers screw stuff with yeah. wrenches. No, it's like you're t- well. Load even coal. The, even the gunners have the. You can do <laughs> the only coal powered spaceship. <laughs> Going along like steamboat willing. Shoveling it. In. Uh, well, so it's even really the, accurate. Even yeah. the gunners, you have like manual and automatic control, but it means you just press one button or three buttons and the three buttons being up middle and down um you get confused no <laughs> but there is there is a scoring system so that's very cool and engineers have to basically hit buttons at a, in a certain amount of time like within four seconds so that they can repair the ship and then pilots obviously have to not hit anything you're on a track obviously you're just following a fucking virtual video game to do all this stuff i will say though doing it the first time and especially with like if you do it with all six of your friends 
it is very fucking cool no matter where you are because yeah. like, everyone was having a blast you get to like pull if you're the pilot you get to put one of the pilots gets to pull into hyperdrive and like the flying around thing, even if you are a bad pilot, like like Caitlin was, we were all screaming at him. No, <laughs> I was oh a lot gosh, better than our friend Aziz. Oh god, who was, was even worse? Terrible. But so the pilot, like the funniest thing is that one pilot controls the up and down, one pilot controls the left and right. All right, that so doesn't. It, it is uh, the stupidest thing on the planet, and it's just like a bunch of bumbling oaves flying. It seems a ship like uh, maybe it might be more fun uh, if you like had like if it was like a low Earth mission where you're. You've got instead of engineers, bombers or something, and you've got targets you've got to get. Yeah, it's mostly like uh, it's it's very much like how do you quickly make an escape route sort of thing. So you're trying to get these like cargos, and then you're escaping. It's all very. Um, oh, exciting. you like it because it's escape the room. No, but, no, but the no. entire room has to escape. Yeah, <laughs> how, um, it's really impressive. How long is the line for this? Uh, we first time we were there, we waited less than an hour. Yeah, and you can do is this fast pass? Not, or not fast, fast pass. pass. You yeah, can do not single rider, which does take a while because most because it. Six yeah. seats six, so people usually come in threes or fives, and then you're not necessarily always connecting. Yeah. Um, but it was. I mean, granted, we were there on a Tuesday in the middle of winter, but it was and surprisingly you fast. No, I'm not fast past. I didn't mean that. I meant magic houred it. No, no we, we just waited it online. We, we just we went. went we it, went first thing in the morning. We went on it twice. We could have probably gone on it again. It's only like it was less oh. than 15 minutes each time. Well, I think we did twice, and then Jason went, went like three times. Time. It's a very systematic process, which is very cool because they have at least I want to say maybe six vehicle because like it just but there's only one Millennium Falcon. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you can tell. No, the no, kids. no. Everyone else is in engineering, uh, so they're all fixing the movie. Um, Some people have to like clean seats. <laughs> I, I, I like so the ride was definitely worth doing. I don't think it compares. Like I think we both agree the standout ride still at all of Disney World is the Avatar ride at the Animal Kingdom, which phenomenal. You've that never done. So good. Is it is the, the best ride I've ever been on. Thing you've ever so done. I good. hate Animal Kingdom so hard. Why? I just didn't. It was underwhelming as shit. To oh, I didn't like it at all. Surprised. The first time I went there the was part. last year, and I just hated it. it oh, was a waste wow. Of my time. I loved it. I think Hollywood Studios well, is I don't like roller coasters, so like... Oh. Okay. Uh, I, I, had no I, point I was surprised at how much I loved Animal Kingdom. Um, oh, so so I go every February, and, um, I'm, and I'm going again. I'm going again. Are we going together? I'm going if you want to come, it's the sec- I'm going the second weekend. I think uh, that's when my conference is. The second is. weekday. Should we just so make we're plans doing this on, on this podcast? podcast? Second yeah. weekend <laughs> slash second weekday. So anyone wants to come and meet me, um, <laughs> I'm going to be so drunk that, yeah. Um, you were talking about Ender meeting all the you know the stormtroopers yeah. and stuff. The last time I was there, I met the evil stepsisters, oh and we God. were such bitches. <laughs> like, <laughs> we were talking so much shit about Cinderella. It was great. Oh my God. <laughs> um, Could well, you pick out the gays? Like I'm pretty oh, sure that, they picked gay, out the gays. That's oh, a gay yeah. stormtrooper. That's a gay Boba Fett. Oh, definitely the uh, ca- they call them cast members. Like yeah. all throughout the park. Definitely, it was gay until we got to around the world. I'm like gay or European. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. What? You're like uh, Epcot is pretty not gay, but everywhere else in Disney super is gay. super fucking. Gay. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about the cantina real quick because we did get drinks there. We did get slightly drunk there. Um, all the drinks are a little bit sweet, so I think we had the the slug slinger is basically the margarita, <laughs> yeah, which was good. The outer rim was actually pretty tasty, even though That's it was a little bit sweeter. I would avoid the charcuterie boards; they're very gross. <laughs> It what looked disgusting. They were, well, so what it is is like it's supposed to look like weird space food. So it's like they give you pork rinds. So yeah, you get like pork <laughs> rinds. There were like weird cinnamon really? bread crisps along with like pickles and mustard. It was just like a bunch of shit on a plate. 
each thing individually wasn't bad, but you didn't know what the fuck it was, so it was hard to I like, didn't eat touch it. any of no. it. Pork rinds are underrated. No, no, no. It wasn't like bad. overall it wasn't bad. It's not the food was pork rinds sitting next the, to pickles the, and sitting next to cinnamon things. The, the visual, cinnamon things are weird, but like pork rinds with pimento cheese and pickles. Yeah, of course. So the good. visual was very disturbing though, Take which I think is what the supposed to be. It's, they had uh yeah. the DJ yeah. there was DJ I forgot what they called it, Rex. It's the robot that It was he was more lifelike than I was. It's the original robot from I think their first the Bernstein K two requests no the first Star Wars yeah you could also there's a stand where you get blue milk and you get blue milk with alcohol that's cool but you have to suck it out of a nipple there's a lot oh my god there's a lot of good references avoid the turkey jerky it was fucking shitty and dry it's jerky the thing that killed me no because there's you can have soft jerky moist jerky ew no I made the same reference it's so dry but so anyway the one thing that I will say that kind of hung me up which I think I understand is very much probably a designed design decision is there is very besides uh some of the ships so there's obviously like a full like millennium falcon there's also like an empire ship where they have like a little like kylo ren comes out it's very cool there just isn't enough i think the cantina like was uh, hurt me the most i guess which is a terrible term to make but it was like it was just a lot of fucking like stupid people that were there like i like i want the fucking clarinet dude with the giant like what, brain head i was want there like, a, a um animatronic b arthur there no oh, but that, that so, would have ma- so no, it was actually b arthur my life. so and that's what was there a twi'lek dancer no so no. that was the hardest what? part about this is that they, they did it i just really want them to continue to grow that and like they had the stormtrooper stuff down they had kylo ren down i think they just need a little bit more in uh the cantina in terms of or like put a fucking like rancor like randomly that you can take a photo with. There just isn't enough like real photo opportunities. I think there's uh, some of the shops definitely have animatronics, which is very cool. It just wasn't enough for me in that that regard. I, well, they're going to be doubling the size of right yeah. it's, it, over it, time. In a it's, year, it's, in a year, it'll be good. It's, really it's just good. like Harry Potter World, how they totally. rolled out a certain yeah. small little port yeah. uh, uh, like part. But that was like five years later. Yeah, yeah this yeah, was like a very true. much a beta Disney launch for me. So, where I'm like, this product is great. I can't wait to see the full thing. One more thing to say that's not Star Wars related, but is related to Disney is we heard a rumor <gasps> in the parks in the, about the parks that they're going to take a part of Animal Kingdom and turn it into. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for no. this? Wakanda. That what? sounds good. Yeah, because they're doing. Can they do that? I thought they weren't able to because well, their deal with Universal yeah. Islands of Adventure. Um, so they're turning, no, they, they're creating one ride in Epcot. That's the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's called a Rewind Roller yeah, Coaster. Yeah, it's a backwards roller coaster that'll be opening up next year. Uh, and then you heard him right. Then, uh, <laughs> I, that is that is happening. The Wakanda thing is a rumor right now, uh, but we heard it from a couple it's of different a sources. Rumor that I love. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean that place is shit. Do something with it. There's yeah, that whole real. circus section, and I'm like, oh what my the fuck God. is this? And they're just like dancing a fucking kids bop in there. It's awful. Yes, and the and the I don't know. The animals are underwhelming too. The yeah, those were kind of cool. There's I nothing. Like I, no, I, I hate it. It's no, worthless. My, I'm never my, seeing it again. My favorite game the entire time we were at Animal Kingdom was whether or not the crocodiles were real because they're really fucking lazy and they just sit there with their mouths open and everyone's like. That's not real. <laughs> and there was, granted, the first time we saw them, there was one. And then we went on the safari. And then there was, like, at least 10 or more all sitting around with their mouths open just sitting there. Yeah. and Soaking and, the sun. Yeah. And then Andrew, one of the people who was still just like, 
I don't think those are real. I was like, they're not going to put a bunch of fucking <laughs> fake things on the safari, you asshole. I, I, I never want to see an antelope again. It uh, was like 90% antelope. I like the safari. Oh, we got we some good hippo. Animals. Yeah, we, we got saw a lion a lion things no are offense. so abused. I don't uh, hippos? See hippos uh, all, all are awful hip- monsters. They can be abused as much as I want <laughs> them to be. As much as wow. you want them yeah. to be. That's a very strong distinction. All right. Why don't we move on to uh, a couple more things? What other Star Wars stuff do we have? Yes. Um, so we've got... We We've been watching The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Two episodes have come Who's out. We? All that would be us. the five of us. <laughs> and also, I the, thought... also the Twitterverse connected into Ryan's brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, let me sync it's up. It's called Oop. a Matrix, Adam. <laughs> okay, Kaylin, go. Uh, so it's only been two episodes. We are introduced to Pedro Pascal's character, uh, who is kind of a Clint Eastwood in The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, Man With No Name type archetype. Um and at the end of the first episode, we're introduced to uh, a baby Yoda. And we don't know the name of the species. They've Correct. never named it. Nope. Uh, so it's setting up a very lone wolf and cub or like Logan and Laura. Or Hawk and Chick. Hawk and Chick. Uh, that kind of archetype. So the second episode kind of deals with a little bit of that. Uh, I like the show. I think the best part about it is baby Yoda. Because yeah. baby Yoda is fucking cute as shit. I really like the show. I'm surprised how much I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. And I, everyone's like, this show is too short. Like, the episodes are too short. I think it's, it's a TV I don't, show. That's perfect. That doesn't mind. It did feel like, uh, having watched the second one now, I almost wish that they were just like a combined, like, extended premiere kind of thing. Because I think mm-hmm. that kind of tells, like, that to me felt like the full pilot. Whereas, like, the, oh, it's, you know, Baby Yoda is like, oh, oh okay, now it's over right before it's beginning. This so I was, think, oh, sorry. No, no, no. I, that's all I had to say. I was like, this I was, de- de- oh. <laughs> and, uh, Jeez, you said that's all you had to say. Uh, uh, so this is totally a Disney Plus thing. They put one out, and then three days later they put the second one mm. out because they have a week of everyone had a week of a free trial. Yeah, and uh, so there's no way they're gonna just yeah. put them the whole thing, those two out that's the fair. first okay, day. It was and then no one, re- no one yeah. watches. No, it that again. totally makes sense. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. I you can shoot Ewoks. You can have a little baby. Uh, baby Jawas. Jawas. Oh, my God. fucking idiot. Oh, my God. Get off yeah, this they, fucking yeah, I know. I know. I Jawas, know. I like Jawas are the naked mole rats of Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> Their <laughs> eyes were extra spooky. All your thoughts on The Last Jedi are now wiped clean because you're a piece of shit and, and doesn't like, even Jawas. know some of that. <laughs> Second that motion. No. No. <laughs> I love that they're just vaporized. You know yes. And yeah. the gross egg scene was pretty uh, great. Oh, that's <laughs> so That good. was great. <laughs> The stupidest reason to get an egg. I love. So good. I just loved him looking at them and then just shaking his yeah. head like, "What the fuck?" It looked like a giant Cadbury <laughs> egg because, like, you know, like caramel. Cream. Yeah, but it was much sloppier. <laughs> so to go back to the uh, timing of them, one thing that I'm hopeful for about this is the first episode was like 37 to 40 minutes. That's about right. And the second episode was 32. Yeah. I really hope that they just embrace the idea. Whatever the length of the story mm-hmm. arc we're going to yes. tell, that's going to be it. And yeah. we don't yeah. care if it's 20 minutes, it's 20 minutes. If it's 40 minutes, it's 40. Yeah. I felt like Idea. that's a fine break to put for the first episode because I think it's I think it's smart for them to release it every week so that I don't overindulge on particular characters and forget them and then hate them. Yeah. Like I, I liked that weird folksy guy. And I, I spoke love that guy. He's great. Uh, yeah, I, I liked him a lot guy. more seeing Nick him the Nolte? second time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nick Nolte. Jesus, I never thought I'd say I liked Nick Nolte in oh something. God. Is yeah. that really his voice? That's yeah. really him. Jesus I, Christ. I just think 
the first episode had to end with Baby Yoda showing up. Yeah, there's yeah. no way they could cut. Uh, it's put the no, I, I don't disagree that it's like wasn't a decent. Pa- it's just like it wasn't enough for me. I did like IG Eleven. He's got to be back. That was Taika. Totally. There, there, there are so back. many He's more of back. those. For oh sure. no, yeah. He was well, also in this week's episode of Rick and Morty. I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. a really great episode. As yes, well. it was. Yes. I actually, I would rather see multiple versions of him come back because there's so IG88 was in. I think Knights of the Old Republic too, and it, it was that's an older model. Well, right, that's yeah, what I'm, but, like, Empire Strikes but I'm like that character is so fucking funny. Like they just, I want to see like I don't want to just have the same version of that. I just want to have that model with like. Different I think it's a very interesting take on uh, artificial intelligence. That's not there is there are gradients in this universe. So you do have C3PO who's fully aware of himself. R2D2, they're self conscious, but like also there are some cheaper protocol droids who. Follow a, uh, a, they're very complex, but they happen to follow a relatively simple set of instructions. If I'm going to be captured, I'm going to blow myself up. If I'm worried about being captured, I'm going to immediately blow myself up. And so, how quickly the priority changes between kill everything and then kill yourself, I think is very funny. Yeah, kill yourself. Um, <laughs> what's weird is I was watching this episode and I've been going back and watching everything in chronological order including Clone Wars which I had never really watched before except for like an episode yeah. here and there mm. so I watched the Clone Wars quote unquote movie it's like a 90 minute like it's long fine. episode it's pretty good but the whole plot revolves around Jabba's son who's like a little kid yeah. mm-hmm. and Anakin has to save him along with uh, 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 Ahsoka is that his Ashoka Padawan? Tano. Yeah. Ashoka Tano his Padawan great character. she's a great character uh, so it was just weird seeing like these two baby versions of these like kind of established um, iconic like alien characters from Star Wars it was just weird like uh, seeing that back and forth but I've seen the movie I now. I thought that it was his son. I thought that was like his nephew. Like, no, it was his son. He's part of the but clan. But his uncle is in it, who is conspiring against Jabba. That, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, along with Count Dooku to get uh, to get uh, uh, Jabba to align with Dooku again and the separatists against uh, the Republic. Um, I've seen the first the first couple episodes of the series. Uh, I've heard it gets a lot better, but it's pretty. It does. But it's pretty good. Uh, I like the idea of this war being fought over uh, which unaligned planets and systems have to like go with the Republic or go with the separatists. It's a neat way to like make it episodic, but also kind of build something out. It's a very, I I like it because it's a resource fight. They're trying to claim planets because they know ultimately the biggest fight is stopping any machine building uh, that might occur. I love it. I love it because you actually get to know all the different Jedi. So when, when the third movie happens and you see basically all of them die, you're like, Oh, oh I like they were great Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's really sad, actually. Were you gonna, gonna, gonna say Clark? No, I was gonna say, don't they go hard on the Mandalorians? Uh, in the show, they might. Uh, I mean, it's like later. six yeah. seasons. I'm only on yeah. season later, one. Yeah. I have no. problems with the art, the animation. I it's too cartoony. It's well, too, I don't know. It's 3D animation. I, I t- just have trouble with 3D animation in general. They're and a little bobbleheady. They're like big heads. The problem with 3D animation is now I think it's quite good, but. The show premiered like ten years ago, yeah. I want to say eleven years ago, and it wasn't Pixar level. Like they couldn't obviously couldn't be Pixar level, so yeah. it's a little mm, like weirdly rendered. Like it feels like better than reboot, but not much better. What, than reboot. What is that other uh, Raphael Bob Waxberg show that has that same kind of visual rendering? It's not. It's like it's almost CGI, but it's it's off human. So it there's I think in any show basically where it has 
uh, it enters the uncanny valley. Mm-hmm. I always yeah. hate it for a while, and then I just get so used to it that it doesn't bother me that much. Yeah. Uh, have I, you ever seen Transformers Beast Wars? Yeah, that's it's like the worst animation ever. <laughs> that's from but the But the storyline is so good that I like ignore how it was a really good cartoon. It was. I liked it a lot. I remember all those uh, those toys. Those toys were really good tra- at transforming. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, starting uh, in a week or two, Ryan Carl is going to join me on on the viewing of all the Star Wars stuff chronologically. So we'll be yep. able to bounce some. We'll go on a journey, and everyone else is invited too. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. If we can uh, continue with a new segment that we started last week called "All Right, This Might Be Stupid." Uh, I had a thought while Adam was talking about Star Wars. Uh-huh. Um, this might be stupid, uh-huh. but I did not ever think, because he mentioned taking photographs of the cantina. Mm-hmm. In the Star Wars universe, there are no cameras. Yeah. Which seems very weird, right? No one has photos of each other. No one has photos of their family. Wait, no one has things to decorate. They have holograms. They have the holo. Well, yeah. They don't put up images of holograms anywhere. They, they have to open up the specific hologram, look at it, and close it. That would be like having like a f- like the I only remember f- Uncle sure Owen on Peru's the... house because we've never seen a domicile. We only see bases and ships. I know and and like Senate There's chambers. What about what about on somewhere. Tatooine? We saw in in the original. Yeah, story. I was talking about Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru's house, but would they just have pictures of Anakin just like being there? Probably not. There's been sketches. There's one of Darth Vader. But like even your grandparents had like a photo of them at their wedding or whatever. The, the closest thing they've had is like sketches of things that you see like wanted posters and stuff like that. But that's about it. Maybe it's like Watchmen and photography never made it to this universe. Like Watchmen doesn't have the internet. They developed light speed hyperdrives, mm-hmm. and they're like, we're not gonna make cameras. But they can't make their fucking holograms not shaky. Oh yeah, all them glitch. <laughs> <laughs> Always it's so fucking annoying. Sorry. All right, is that stupid? No, I mean, yeah, kinda, that is. Okay. I mean, it's kind of dumb, <laughs> yeah. but it's an interesting <laughs> idea. So uh, let's talk about Watchmen. It's the fifth episode, and it's basically centered around Looking Glass, who has become my new favorite character. Yeah, uh, is it weird that this is the my favorite episode of the no, season? I think no. each episode is getting better, and I've heard uh, from reviewers who saw the first six episodes, episodes five and six. Six was actually their favorite. Five was their second nice. favorite. Uh, this episode was a very classic Lindelof episode in that it focused on mm-hmm. a particular character and then built out to what that means about the rest of the universe. Totally. So very consequential things happen. We learn about the kind of um, the dimensional uh, squid. No, no, no. What? It's D.I.E. It's the dimensional interface event or whatever something like the squid we actually get to see the squid event yeah, happen, yeah i'm yeah. surprised which is amazing it. great uh great i'm so glad that it wasn't done in Zack snyder's movie yeah uh, because he would have ruined it and the yeah. sky would have been so dark in the background um, <laughs> and we see what it what it's like for a person to constantly have this anxiety um about something that's far outside of his control and then learn that it was just another actions of a human being, specifically Adrian Veidt, who's been who created the squid and then has been creating the regular series of squid rain that's happened since then. The show is so good that it's making me love the book even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the uh, starting in 1985 uh, in Hoboken, when a young Wade who's looking glass goes on a trip as a, I guess he's a Jehovah's Witness uh, to to proselytize to the godless heathens. He is some kind of other 
uh, evangelical. Yeah. yeah, if he's evangelizing for sure. Uh, I love that we saw the top knots, which are the gangs in the Watchmen oh, graphic yeah. novel. Oh, yeah, actually from there, yeah. Uh, which is really cool. Um, uh, I love that he, uh, because of the, his experience in the fun house or the, the the Hall of Mirrors. Not so fun house. Not so fun house that like he completely distrusts women uh, or like romantic partners, yeah. uh, which is makes a lot of sense because of the traumatic event that he had, had as a kid. Um, One small visual cue that I loved from that fun house of mirrors yeah. is that there are a few panels where you see the Manhattan transfer, where Doctor Manhattan teleports. Um, uh, 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 what's his name? Laurie. Yeah. Um, the series of mirrors were structured so that as the characters came in, it looked like that series of panels oh. where you would come across and you'd start to see more and more of a person's image. That's really cool. I never even. Oh, I didn't even think about that, but it's definitely. Uh, emulating Dave Gibbons's panel structure from that issue. I was not expecting her to run away with all of it. No, you shit. weren't. I was expecting it, and it huts, uh, I love this show, but every single thing I expect. Not the time travel. Not time travel. Excuse me. The the t- teleportation situation. Yeah. But yeah. I knew that other woman was going to turn on him. I knew. <coughs> it was it, too I good knew to be true. Something yeah. like he was going to get shot or killed or something at the very end. It, this show is. It it so does. Cool. It lampshades a, a lot. Yeah. God, it's constant. It foreshadows, but you don't know where it's going at the same time. Does no, that I know. I knew basically what's going to happen. Every single thing except for the teleportation thing. You knew I knew he was going to be in a house of mirrors, and that's why he wears a fucking no. mirror mask. No, I'm saying the entire structure of the I, whole thing. And I'm I saying like the it's plot reflect itself. on. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Uh, let's talk about some of the big moments and the big reveals. Um, so we, uh, as we all suspected, Senator Keene, which again, to Clark's point, uh, that was foreshadowed heavily, mm, yeah. is associated with the uh, the Seventh Cavalry. Uh, I loved the way that he uh, showed the video of uh, Adrian Vite to 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 Wade, uh, mimicking the way that Adrian Vite in the graphic novel like showed all the st- stuff on his screen in yes. his uh, in his uh, Arctic base. Um, the the explanation provided for why Keen and Judd were the respective leaders of their organizations, I think, makes it much more satisfying that instead of them being, you know, pathological racists, it's more that they have the same kind of goal and they have these two groups that they know are going to fight each other and they're, they're trying to subdue or lessen the amount of violence. Now, whether or not they're actually effective at it is a different question because at the very end of the episode, we see some members of the 7th Cavalry approach um, uh, Looking Glass's uh, apartment for what is a very amazing cliffhanger. (laughs) Do you think he's going to die? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think they're in fucking danger. You know who I think is going to save him? Rubber Man. It better be uh, you mean, Lube I, Man. Lube, Lube Man. Yeah, I love Lube Man. Lube Man just slides out of the sink. <laughs> <laughs> um, I loved the, going back to the video of Adrian Veidt, how, how he yeah. on November first, the day before eleven so two, records that for President Redford in nineteen ninety three. So that's the thing that was revealed. Uh, Redford didn't become president in the next election after the incursion, uh, after the squid landing on in New York. Um, Nixon won again. He won in 88. Redford ran against him uh, and then died. And then Gerald Ford ran in 92 and Redford decided to run again. There's this entire like interview that talks through all the political history. At one point, he picks uh, he picked uh, the first time he ran. He picked like Carol Mosley Brown, who is a senator from Illinois, uh, who ran for president in like 03 and 04. 
he ended up uh, uh, getting Bob Carey from Nebraska when he won uh, against Gerald Ford in 92. He got Jesse Ventura mm-hmm. at one point. Oh, and Until he was big... violently <laughs> murdered. And then, uh, and then most recently, he picked a... Uh, a not well-known senator from Delaware named Joe Biden to be his running mate in the last election who's serving as his current vice president. So, um, so another big moment we saw was that Lori has bugged uh, Looking Glass's desk and said one of my favorite lines, it's the FBI, we bug people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's so Best good. excuse. And uh, is aware of the pills, uh-huh. which we learn are nostalgia, yeah. which is a drug made by Lady True and her organization, mm-hmm. and it allows you to capture your memories and relive them, but has been banned because it causes extreme uh, psychosis. Psych- psychosis and psychoactive effects. So what does and our protagonist do? She <laughs> takes them all when her friend betrayed her. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and the reason that Looking Glass betrayed her was because uh, Senator Keene said that either you get her off the chessboard and have um, uh, Agent uh, Blake arrest her or I'll send a bunch of seventh caliber people to kill her and her whole, whole family. Either way, I'm good, Yeah, which is what he said, which is pretty yeah. fucking cold. I love when characters have to have that kind of choice. Uh, the Harry and the Hendersons, yeah. like, I'm, I've got to hurt you in order to get you away and get out of here, yeah. get out of here, Sister Knight. Really, that. Um, oh, we dog. since we are a gay podcast, we do have to talk about the show within the show, Minutemen, of the uh, oh very brutal, God. like sodomy, gay sex, anal sex I didn't scene. Think it, I think anything was wrong with Hard. that. No, I thought it was. <laughs> I didn't think it was that hardcore, penetrative, gay. T- t- Sex. Take that mask off. I know you're beautiful under there. No, no one's going look, to see my don't mask. Don't look at me. Um, did you notice? <laughs> um, so this is something that PD points out in PDpedia. That, I know where you're going with this. So, so this is actually season two of the show. It's uh, American Hero Story Minutemen. The first season followed Rorschach. Um, and so in this season, apparently in the first episode, they show the scene where the comedian tries to rape um, uh, Lori's mom, Sally Jupiter. Sally Jupiter, and the way that it's depicted is through one of Moloch's, uh, Moloch the Mystic's shields, mm-hmm. and the sex scene that this is so meta. It's so with, show within show. Yeah. shit. Well, yeah. they do that. the say the 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 characters are having sex in the reflection of the same shield, which Petey the character found tacky and tasteless. <laughs> well, he hates the whole show. I did not That's realize so the first season was Rorschach, but I did realize when Wade was watching the show, he was eating a can of baked beans yes. out of the can, just like Rorschach did <laughs> in the graphic novel. That's Yet so another good. Easter so egg. Uh, he only wears... So just like Rorschach, who... Well, unlike Rorschach, Rorschach thought his... The mask was who he was. Yeah. That well, was the real well, him. What was, he wears the mask for a very different reason, which is... Fear of not being able to keep who he is. Yeah. Well, what was the a story within a story within Watchmen? It wasn't it black. What was it? The it was the, a black freighter. The yeah, black, the black freighter, freighter. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, the the one of the PDPD articles is about the movie that uh, Will is watching at the very beginning. And the title of the article is "Tales of a Black Marshal." Yeah. And the Black Marshal um. is Boz Reeves, who is. Uh, the inspiration for the Lone Ranger. Oh, and now I'm remembering something else from uh, uh, the Robert Redford being president. Of all the movies mm-hmm. he was supposed to direct or be in were all other actors, including Scarlett Johansson in, <laughs> in The Horse Whisperer, which launched her career, and she turned into like the black pirate 
in The Marauders. And then the next movie is called uh, Marauders uh, Crisis of Infinite Seas. So, <laughs> so instead of superhero movies, it's pirate movies <laughs> that are so, so big right now. That is so uh, funny. Last thing we'll talk about is uh, we find out where Adrian Veidt is. He is on Adrian Veidt. So I think he's. Uh, I've heard both things. He's either on the moon of Mars or a moon of Jupiter. No, no, it's Jupiter because you see. Yeah, the ra- you yeah. see you Jupiter see- in the background. Yeah, I, I yeah. thought it was Jupiter, but every article I read said Mars, and I haven't no, had time to uh, watch Jupiter. back. Well, I thought it was Jupiter. Do people it, it not is- know what Mars looks like? It's red. Yeah, <laughs> Jupiter. You saw the eye. False. Yeah, you saw the eye exactly. Yeah, so it that's is, where they get you. <laughs> he's on one of the many moons, like Europa of, of, or something. Probably, yeah, it could be. I mean, that's the most Jupiter has one. like eighteen moons. So. Europa would be the best choice because it has the water. Uh, gorgeous. Which we just found out this uh, week. It's got fresh water sp- uh, sprays. Um, and then we got a hint that uh, all of those constructs, including the the marshal or the warden, the warden, they're all constructs of Doctor Manhattan because he says. God, your God is dead. He left you, uh, yeah. which the hint is like, you know, uh, Dr. Manhattan created life uh, on this moon, and that's where he put Adrian Veidt, and he's preventing him from escaping. So Adrian has been trying to escape in order to hmm. assemble all of the frozen Mr. Phillips and Mrs. Crookshanks dead cor- corpses <laughs> into the shape of uh, the words, save me, D something. No, no, no. That was it. Yeah, save, one of the good save me, knee <laughs> deep. Yeah. I love these just ripping arms off and just throwing just, everything well, around. Well, obviously, it's not going to say Doctor Manhattan. It's going to be like something else, right? Yeah, I don't I, know. I think so. Yeah. Uh, ma- save me, dick bag. Yeah. <laughs> and then the music in the show is so good. Uh, oh, yeah. Like the use of like uh, Howard Jones's. Uh, I can't remember the name of the song at the very beginning and Hoboken, and then the constant use of Careless Whisper by Wham throughout the, the episode <laughs> oh, it's yeah. a great song and it's the really creepy version when it's slowed down and then there's like the acoustic version with a woman singing it later on the episode uh, it's just the show's just too fucking good well okay so clark if everything seems so phoned in it's not phoned in or predictable yeah. do you have any predictions for I'm we, not, no we, i'm not saying show by show i meant episode mean, the literally within the episode oh, okay. do you mean it while you're blatant. watching the show you can predict oh, yeah. what's about to happen yeah, no, that's what that I'm makes yeah, it, yeah that's exactly that. what i'm saying okay well i can't hate that yeah you can't hate it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's move on kill yourself Okay. <laughs> I don't need that level of aggression. But also, so we're talking about uh, Titans, uh, the episode 11 of season two. Mm-hmm. Um, we got, an, I believe we got another Harry and the Hendersons moment. Because <laughs> last week it was Connor screaming at Crypto. Oh, Just yeah. get out of here. Yeah, two weeks ago. And yeah. what happened this week? I remember seeing it, and I think it was one of the characters this, screamed at another. This show alone, it could be renamed Harry and the Henderson because they're constantly breaking up and they're like well I don't even trust you yeah. and they're just pushing each other all the time <laughs> and then they get back together again and, then they're, and, then and they're like we're going to form a team it's, now it's a CW- oh. oh wow it's a CW <laughs> show yeah. I did not you pull have to talk into on. the microphone I know I totally one. I pulled it at him um, I, it is a CW show with an HBO budget yeah. and HBO like profanity and like all that it's just it's it's such a weird show, but I, I'm compelled by it's, it. So it I, it's gotten better since they are not together, but I want them together. Does that make sense? I want to say the main story, the A plot, was Robin in prison having fever dreams while Bruce was telling him, you got to focus. And then Robin punched the air for a little bit and then yeah. realized that, surprise, surprise, 
Jericho did fling himself into someone, yes. and that person was his father. So he's had to see his father's penis. He's had to watch his father poop. Mm-hmm. He's had to watch his father do every. Does he watch his father poop. He he has just to. looks at his own <laughs> yeah. anus if pooping. I assume he doesn't even pee over a toilet. Yeah. He just looks at himself yeah. in the woods. And Shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he has a mirror, a mirror and just <laughs> watches. Yeah. Uh, and then some of the what were some of the other plots in this six movie TV show? Donna is looking for someone. That's about it. Uh, <laughs> Rachel had some yeah. vision of. Robin not dying and then dying. Yeah. Yeah. She had a vision of the most boring funeral in the world. She that was spiced up with Deadpool showing up and stabbing someone. No one saw stroke. Deadpool is right too. (laughs) Rose and um I always call him Jason Todd, but it is Jason Todd. Oh yeah. They they're um banging. And they basically (laughs) And you never invite me to the bat layer. So I can specifically download information for my yeah. Exactly. Well, they do reveal that Rose is playing the Terra role for the Judas contract. Yeah. Uh, so she was gonna betray the Titans, but calls Deathstroke and says, "No, I'm not gonna do that now." So yeah. Jason Todd Good is playing her. the Beast Boy role, even though they have Beast Boy. They are, and that was my favorite <laughs> scene it's in the right. episode at the very end when um, Mercy, Mercy is, like, brainwashing him, yeah. and he yeah. turns into the tiger and mauls the shit out of the scientist. Yeah. That was really fucking creepy. Turn into something else. I thought that was the point of the, like, brain surgery. The Same. worst brain surgery in the world. Yeah. They remove his head and then basically invert him so all the blood runs out of his skull. Um is that then, how that works? Then, then they electrocute him mm-hmm. a bunch while he talks about uh, stupid Raven. Is God damn it, what Jason. a show! <laughs> is Superboy too but powerful like to be in this show? Yeah, but he's kind of dumb. So I wait, like him, and wait, I think wait. he's my favorite thing about the show. But Clark, it, I have a follow up. What is Crypto too powerful to yes. be? Yes, <laughs> Crypto's the best. You're he's monster. so good. Yeah, yeah. He he grabs um bazooka bullet or whatever they're fucking called <laughs> and shoots him back at people. I, I just love what's her face being like. We got. Here, boom, right out the window. Oh yeah, she just <laughs> grabs the collar like that. Like she's gonna be able she to hold knew? on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So there's he's only... moving as fast as a freight train instantly. Bitch, you think you're gonna hold on? <laughs> there's only two more episodes left of the season, and then it'll be the finale. So I'm sure the finale yeah. will be underwhelming. Dick Grayson is Nightwing. They're like yeah. foreshadowing. I mean, we already know that's it's gonna you've got to be like a bird in the night. Bird of prey. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, Batman. Yeah. It definitely got a third season, which is good. Um, I really want them to just stay together as a team. The way they split up all the time. At least be a team and split up. Don't split up because well, you're disbanding the well, team. Well, be a team and have missions because everything Thank is all, you. it's all, it is like a soap opera, which I kind of like, but I'm like, okay, then why is it even called Titans? It's why the, are you a team? I think the real problem is that the drama is not motivated by their actions. It's motivated by prior actions mm, yeah. that we never really experienced yeah. for this group. Too many flashbacks this yeah. season. Too many flash Like, oh, there was another group of Titans, and then they had their own trauma, and it was, eh, whatever. How many uh, characters are they going to add next season? Who knows? Like another <sighs> let, six, the, and then the team is 700 people. <laughs> flash. And yeah. then everyone breaks up every episode and then gets back together <laughs> every you, episode. Were you guys not impressed by Batman's ability to signal a particular diner to a radio to someone's dreams to uh, a tv station where he hired someone to be this fake actor advertising for the diner to sell donuts which the diner doesn't sell 
Sounds like bad research. <laughs> I kind of like that, though. There's an I, easier yeah, way. Yeah, I did. There's an easier way. I, I assumed it was actually Raven, and she was doing it subconsciously. Uh, I, lo- I, lo- I mean, he's a he's not the right actor to play Bruce Wayne, he's but I like I like the character. Adam, what do you think about this? <laughs> I just think it's dumb. God damn it! <laughs> he's setting up a joke for silence. <laughs> I did the exact no, same that one thing to too. Brent. Okay. I did uh, the exact same thing on another broadcast. So, um, so quickly, comics have a second. Strike Force is unreadable. I think that's just a fucking waste of time for me. I actually like this one the most of them. Yeah, but me this too. is like a. Low C plus bar. versus D's. I-, I thought the characters were actually funny with each other, and they had good banter. I like Damon Hellstrom a lot. Yeah, I think if you like the characters, you're gonna enjoy. Oh, I love the characters. Year. I just uh, okay. They're off. Unless you're Clark. Especially finish. Spider Woman is off like a <laughs> Clark. Spider Woman is very who off. She's something so poorly. And hates it. <laughs> no, no, not I, this one. I love it, but I hate it. No, I like the. Char- I love all the characters. The characters I love are the great. Plotting. I just I don't think the they're well in. They're do well. I, in I this. think she gets. Uh, she writes Hulkling and Wiccan really well. I That's like it because she likes writing gays. What? Great. Keep writing them. Why no, just say it negatively? No, get rid of gays. <laughs> Burn them. Oh, my God. Burn the witch. Is it the witch breed? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other comic we didn't, get, we didn't get to last week was the fifth issue of History of the Marvel Universe, uh, which was all basically from the late 90s up to like... 2011 this or is when 12? I jumped on board. I knew everything that happened. I was bored. Oh, by gosh. It. Every Stupid single leg. one after the issue two was everything we knew. I At know. least everything I knew. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I quickly read uh, two number ones, Morbius last week, Deadpool this week, and don't. Don't? don't. All right. Deadpool is so bad. Everyone, there's no Everyone's joke. shitting on it. I think it's you mean so awful. It is absolutely awful. And so, what? How is Morbius? Because that's Vita, which eh, it goes in a loop. It is stupid. It's not exciting. It's just, oh god! It's I've never liked Morbius as a character. No, it's well weird and dumb. Buckle up, because there's a movie in the expanded Sony universe All with right. Jared Leto. Yeah. With Jared Leto in the main role. I would love if and Jenny Slate reprising her role. Jared as Leto, the dead woman who <laughs> calls it a symbiote. Yeah. <laughs> I would love it if Jared Leto plays Morbius, and then a year later, uh, it's uh, Joaquin Phoenix <laughs> doing Morbius. <laughs> He'd be mad. I mean, he, I, and Jared makes Leto's a billion just, dollars. It's critically acclaimed yeah. or whatever. Jared Leto will hand everyone semen and dead rats again, <laughs> and then they just won't invite him back. But yeah. it's not even his. <laughs> it's a dead rat semen. But the rat was his. Oh, oh. guys, should we just? Troll Jared Leto for the rest of yeah, lives. yeah, because Jared Leto is looking for lowest well, level podcasts. Well, to be fair, to be bothered by it seems to be getting. Do you know he would have to wait to the very end of this <laughs> podcast? <laughs> uh, Jared Leto does listen to us. I have it on good authority. I don't know. You uh, do? I know. Uh, so next week we've got the sixth. Ah, ep- still hit him. Uh, the sixth With episode. Oh, uh, sixth episode of Watchmen, the 12th episode of Titans. We've got three Dawn of X books. Uh, it's Fallen Angels, X-Force, and New Mutants. So. And then also uh, the 20th issue of Venom. But we are going to do a skip week next week because it is Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving, Happy everyone. Thanksgiving. And we'll be back the first week of spooky December. The fourth? Uh, yes. And then... As always, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify now, and interact with us on Twitter and Instagram. We've been Homo Superior. Take us out, Adam.